0: From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, Ashy Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Anytime is a project time around the house, and now's the perfect opportunity to get some work done around your house. Yes, January, a big time to get things done because there's not much else going on. And the weather's insane at this moment for some reason. You can join the conversation with us this morning email fixit101 at mpbonline.org how are you guys doing this morning pam jeff
2: well you know was pretty good till i got ready to walk out the door
0: yeah oh you (laughs) figured out how cold and rainy it was well no it's said wind yeah Uh, yeah, the, the
2: the wind is something but it was something on the floor when i was getting ready to leave you know um i i broke down and bought myself a steam mop Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. To clean my, you know, because I've got four animals. Right. And one of them that just really enjoys bringing dead things in. So I knew I had animal guts all over the place. Right. I'm going to go buy me one of these steam mops. And somebody gave me a gift certificate for one of the big box stores. Right. All right. So I get this steam mop this weekend while I'm watching the football games because I love playoff football. Uh Uh-huh. In the commercials, I'd get up and steam mop a little section. Right, right. <laughs> so it was a great way to get a project done, you know, because I wasn't going to watch the commercials. Now, we'll watch them during steam the Steam mopping
3: Bowl.
0: 30 seconds at a time. Yeah, steam yeah. mops
2: th- 30 seconds. And I mean, my floor by Sunday night looked incredible. <laughs> Brand new.
0: Wow. I mean, uh, steam it looked mopped everything.
2: awesome. And so this morning, I'm so proud of myself. I'm walking, I'm loading my car up, and I stepped in vomit. And I was like, really?
4: Mm. <laughs> so I, thought, I, just, I thought I had a bad morning. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, were your shoes on or off?
2: Oh, thank God they were on.
4: <laughs> from, from, and
2: I did that kind of slip thing, you know, where you don't fall, but you know. <laughs> okay, okay
0: I, wait. I, I wait, thought wait. I had a bad morning, but... From now my, on, we're going to refer to that as stuff? Yeah. And just stay there.
4: Well, you know, I, I got up at 5 o'clock this morning, took the grandbabies to school. Got in the truck at um, about five minutes till seven. So I can wait in traffic for, you know, 45 minutes. 45 right. minutes, I so, know. you know, mm. it, we need more people moving to Madison. Please come on. Right. So <laughs> so then I get in my truck. It, it's running. I'm warming everything up for them. And I've got a tire that says it has 12 pounds of air. Oh, no. 12? Yeah. So I have to have them to school by 730. I right. have to be here by 9. Right. I don't have time to go get a tire fixed. So, of course, I pull in the gas station after I drop them off. That that air pump's not working. Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah. So then i got to uh, find yeah. another one. And uh-huh. now, so the truck's sitting out or it there. it
0: takes quarters, and you it's can't got, find those. And...
4: It, it's got 19 pounds of air in it, so it'll be flat by the time I <laughs> get out. By the time oh, yeah. you
2: get out of here. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So, Pam, are you good at changing tire?
2: Um, absolutely not. There, I'm going to pick my battles and that's just not one of them. Really? <laughs> Mine, okay.
4: <laughs> Mine either.
2: <laughs> I'm A all the way.
0: I have been to your garage and there's not a tool in there that you don't own and anything in there I can't imagine you can't fix and you won't change a tire? Nope. Okay. Well,
4: it's we'll a matter. It
2: it's just a strength <laughs> thing.
4: Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I get it.
2: It's more than, you I, know, just being able to turn those lugs and yeah. I, I just. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to pay somebody to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you, your daddy
0: didn't tell you like I did. He said stand on it. Right. That'll help you. Yeah, stand I'm going to my
2: nose when I fall right. off. Of it. It's like it's like my roof. You know, I'm not going to roof a house either. But I got I got my roof put on. Good. Right, that's yeah. True. Partially, we're going to. Uh, we've got some questions on this flat roof, but yeah, I upgraded to those bullet boots, Jeff. A not, boot. what is that? It's like a it's a bulletproof boot. No, it's yeah. a, it's a hard shell, so and it fits over the sleeve and there's no rubber
4: there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it metal. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's metal. hmm Yeah. It's metal the whole way. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 I upgraded to the bullet boots Good. and Good. then um, By the way,
0: she's not talking about a thing that goes onto her feet. Yeah. This is actually on the roof. Yep. And it goes over the holes in the roof.
2: It goes over your plumbing vents. Right. And so I and, and just for folks, for your consumers. When you're getting ready to get a new roof on, consider those things. Ask them about the flashing. One of the things that I budgeted was I knew because my house is so old that when they started pulling up my roof and pulling out those nails, that there were going to be some 1-6 slats that were going to have to be replaced. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They will allow so much, but then they're going to charge you for everything over that. So I knew that I had to budget so much over what the insurance company was going to pay, so that I could get just you know I didn't want any surprises. In right. other words, and boy, they were pulling some decking up, and it's right at the flashing areas.
0: Right. Wow, same thing we find on the show all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. People call in about yeah. Hey, yeah. we got a we got a quick uh, question in that I I've, that I've got to get in here real quick. One of, one of the folks that works here came and asked why. In my bathroom, I've got a double vanity, double vanity, and one sink, one side of that double vanity, will the water will get hot on one side, and it won't get quite as hot on the other side of the double vanity. Why would that be?
2: There's a little goblin between the sinks that's eating up all the hot water. I that, don't right. know. Uh,
4: that's awful strange. Uh,
2: I wonder if the valve underneath is not turned all the way on. Well,
3: that's But a, that would be a, for both, wouldn't that, it? Well, no,
4: mm-hmm. no. no. see you. would be separate uh, also, yeah, yeah, what, yeah.
3: Java? It was another part of the question, too, as far as like uh, he was talking about um. Why on one section of the house, say his kitchen, his kitchen has face melting water that right. will come out of the out the, of the, faucet, the tap, the right. tap, and then in the bathroom, the bathtub, it's lukewarm. So he's getting multiple temperatures and pressures in different parts of the house, and he guess his question was like, what makes that so? See, I wonder if it's distance from the water heater.
2: It could be. It could also be if you've got two water heaters, you got one that's not working right. <laughs> um, you know Yeah,
4: but I mean in in the in the vanity where where they're side by side. Well yeah, yeah. Um I'm going with Pam. Maybe the maybe the hot side is not turned on all the way. Yeah, I the valve's
2: if- not on all the way, you're not getting enough pressure through there. Or
4: or we could have debris.
2: Yep. An aerator,
4: yeah. We could we could have debris. I'm almost liking debris better. What
0: if if some of them, some of the rooms were plumbed at different times with different materials?
4: That doesn't make sense. No.
2: Is it an older house? Do we know how old the house is? Uh,
0: Probably. uh, I've seen this house. It's probably early '70s.
4: He's got. They they have pressure issues, so I I think they have debris.
2: Yeah, and if you've got, what, are, what were they plumbing with in the 70s, Jeff? Was it um, copper? Copper. Yeah. We were past our galvanized times.
4: I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's copper. Yeah. Okay. It could
2: be that you've got, and it depends on, too. I was talking to a plumber yesterday who said they have to flush the tankless water heaters out in a particular area all the time because the water is harder. Really? More minerals. In it.
0: Oh, that's interesting. And so
2: if you live in an area where there's a high mineral content, mm-hmm. or let's say the supply that's getting to your house, it's like Jackson, you could have all brand new stuff in your house, but right. if your supply to your house has stuff in it, right. which it probably does, then it's going to back up on that aerator at the tip of the faucet.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Something to look at. Yeah. The aerator is probably first to look at.
2: Yeah, I would unscrew it. You can easy, unscrew that's it. That's the easy part. Yeah, and then okay. check your your um, valve underneath the sink. Now
4: I, I will clean this up on PEX. PEX was used in Europe since 1970s. United States since 1980s. Oh, okay. But not not widely used in residential construction until the 90s. Okay. So,
0: yeah. Right. PEX, is the, pex is the fact good of stuff. The day. Yeah.
2: Well, PEX is the. It's the. It is. Um, it's not plastic. Uh,
0: it's, a, it's a
2: poly thing. Poly, yeah, ethylene, yeah, something, something. something. I, I like it. Yeah, I do right.
4: too. I, I think it's a good product used and installed correctly. I think it's a great product. Yeah, right. you don't
2: have to solder joints and all that kind of stuff. So I actually, my house was built in 58. I had a lot of galvanized and cast iron. Mm-hmm. And did through you the it years, Yes, I did. Over the years, I did. Uh, In one sweep we did, um, and I have a crawl space, so it's pretty easy access. And I took out what's called the verticals in the walls. Mm -hmm. It was galvanized in the walls. And so we pulled that out, and I came back with pecs under the entire thing.
0: Cool. Okay. Well, in the news, something I wanted to bring up, something we've talked about in the past couple of days here around. uh, Pam, you shared an article with the group uh, the other day titled, America Needs Carpenters and Plumbers, Gen Z Doesn't Seem Interested. That was the name of the article. Then this was actually an NPR piece, so you can find it on NPR.org, but it talked about how the application rate for young people seeking technical jobs like plumbing, building, electrical work dropped by 49% in 2022 compared to just 2020. So that's just almost 50% have stopped applying just since 2020 for the trades. And 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 that just that blew my mind to hear that stat, and and it's very scary to be honest with you. Uh,
4: I'm gonna we're tell you what we already at a shortage from from just my little bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 are short of of craftspeople. We're we're short of masons. We're short electricians, plumbers. Um, it's uh, in 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 my personal bubble bubble it's it's a it's a real deal
2: mhm yeah i was looking at some um us labor statistics i think that's mm-hmm. how i i came across that because what i want to do as a business owner is how then do i attract this labor force right you know so i see what the problem is so what is the solution and, and I'm actually looking into some of that. And, you know, some of it comes around training. Some of it's going to be salary and pay, um, you know, because really the thing that we do, Jeff and I do, to me it's an attractive job because you're not sitting at a desk all day.
0: Right.
4: Well, yeah, but then these the, these young kids, and I, I don't mean that disrespectfully, but they, they're growing up with an iPad in, in their hand.
0: Well, maybe they uh, want to engineer the house or uh, design know, the house right. rather than work on. You know,
4: I've it. got mm-hmm. a, I've got a five and a seven year old, um, uh, grand- granddaughters, and uh, they they both have iPads issued by the school system, right? Which is a great thing because they're learning, you know, all kind of things on these, right. On these iPads. Now, when 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 I grew up. I got a set of wrenches and a, an old Briggs and Stratton engine that my dad let me take apart and see if I could put it back together. No, he could not. Well, there were a few parts left over that you don't need. Yeah,
2: that you don't. I took a couple of TVs apart, and boy, did I get in trouble. Yeah. Because I I couldn't find all the pieces when I put it back. So the challenge then is to, and this is exactly what I'm talking about, if they are so interested in, and I I spend quality time with a 14-year-old right now. Uh Uh-huh. Why not come up with a strategy that shows them how they can use those skills? Mm-hmm. In for in my situation, inspections has become a really highly digitized, um, computer based business. So what we want to do is, well, you can use these skills on inspecting a home and the mm-hmm. research. I have two Millsaps kids, and for listeners that don't know, there's a pretty high end school here in Jackson. Mm-hmm. And one is 23, and the other one is 31. Hmm. And I fill them up with computer, tell me how I can use that, teach me how we can use that in right. our business, those type of things. So I'm listening to them in order to be able to recruit other individuals like them. Because I'm telling you, those two ladies, if I had 20 of those, sky's the limit.
0: Okay. All right. um Look, if you have an idea about how we can get younger folks into the trades, please let us know. We'd love to hear it. And and if you've got something to work on today, you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Got an email this morning that I wanted to go over with you. And when I find that, I'll bring it right out. So <laughs> we've got a call right now. David's on the line in Horn Lang, in Horn Lake. It sounds uh, like my desk. Right, yeah. And uh, he's got a question about his home. What's going on, David? Well,
5: um, I got a, a, a situation that I don't even know. I, I'm overwhelmed, and I don't know where to start. Uh, through uh, uh, my sister had extended illness, and she passed away. And uh, Sorry anyway, to hear that, David. Uh, anyway uh, her house is sitting in a different city in a different state, even though it's just right across. I, I live in Horn Lake, even though it's just right across the line. Anyway, it's in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh the home had lapsed. I had people break in the house, and, and uh, when I found out about it, I called the police, and uh, they tore the house all up. They stole all the copper. They stole all the appliances, and the, the police told me they just totally destroyed the house. Anyway, the police told me I had squatters, and uh, through uh, serious stupidity and naive on my part, I thought they'd call, uh, you know, TV crime shows. I thought they'd have, you know, fake fingerprints and... Check, but anyway, they just told me that they put a database and uh, make a list. And Anyway, uh, the house, she died without a will, and uh, I'm trying to type. Uh, give me some pointers about when somebody dies without a will and you're left with a bunch of legal loose ends. And, and uh, I, I'm totally new to this. I don't know. nothing. I'm dumber than dirt, and they pay me quarterly. So I need to get <laughs> some pointers. Some por- <laughs> every time I open my mouth, it's just how dumb and ignorant I am. I need some pointers. Like I say, I'm overwhelmed. I don't even know where to start.
4: Well, like hold up, this. David. Uh- this is the first thing I would do. Hopefully your sister had insurance on her house. No. Uh, it lapsed. Oh, no. boy. It lapsed. No, oh, no, no. boy.
5: Okay. No, like I said, she had an extended it, long-term illness, I understand. I understand. and cancer, and all that. And I and and, and you know, it's kind of um,
4: well. Okay, um, here's Plan B: sell the house as is. Okay. Is Is there a mortgage on it?
5: Uh, I'm don't
2: think so, but I'm in a the there. There, to there probably to how-
4: there probably is not a mortgage because
2: that's the only way the insurance would yeah in,
4: insur uh, the mortgage company would have put force force placed insurance on it so sell sell the house as is clean that up and then start cleaning up your your uh your sister's estate but uh that that is that is as far as my um, legal side right. goes uh, you know I've been involved in in some of that, when my mother passed away, uh, we had to do some similar things. But
0: I think I would uh, do is get a lawyer.
4: Well, so. yeah, and then you know mm-hmm. I would definitely I would sell that house as is. Would be my. You could also suggestion. talk that's to
2: right. some um, investors or agents, realtors in the area right. that do yeah. investment properties, and, and talk we with have them a show
0: called "In Legal Terms." In Legal Terms, that's, that's what, what i was thinking. On, yeah, uh, is is tomorrow after? It's uh, Tuesday after Tuesday at ten. Uh, you can hear in legal terms, and they can help you out Man, with that. Man, that also. would be a
2: question for that show for sure. Home yep.
0: run. Yep. Okay, uh, we're going to go to an email here real quick that we uh, that we got. That I just it's 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 crazy. Are there any plumbing plumbing companies in South Mississippi that do sleeves resin to repair cast iron pipes in house foundations?
4: Uh, I know there's one here. I know there's one in North Mississippi. So okay. I would I would think i would think there would be somebody down who, there yeah. who
0: do i call for that who wh- what does that person called?
4: um i i, I mean again, is that a plumber? I, I would start with uh, with um the home builders association of mississippi gulf coast okay. would they
2: know sure and then also the plumber i was talking to the other day because it's a neoprene sleeve and that kind of what we're talking about the mm-hmm. little sleep that they put yep. in there mm-hmm. whenever yep. your sewer line collapses um he was telling me that this new legislation where any project le- is it less than 10,000 they have to be licensed by the contractors board
4: yeah there there is a whole new law out there that your your electricians and your plumbers have to be not not only licensed for the work they do they have to have another license uh and I don't want to muddy this water i would call um I would call uh, the Board of Contractors, board of contractors yeah. or uh, Mississippi Housing Institute and and either office can can explain that in great detail. Man yeah, this just, has been
0: uh, kind of a bummer. We've been talking legal stuff, we're I trying know. to put uh right. trying to put stuff on the wall here. I tell you what, let's let's try for a thing that we can answer.
2: Well, and can I make a suggestion yeah, sure. as well on something like that? Go to your, if, if you're having a problem, go to your neighbors. Um, you can use the Nextdoor app. Put put it in there and put it out there that you want to have this type of work done and see what you get back from the folks who are in your community. You could also probably um, go to a uh You can Google, you know, Dr. Google Mm -hmm. tells me everything these days. Do any plumbers or plumbers in the area to see if they offer that service? And what I would, my one suggestion on this, if you're considering using that product, Mm -hmm. I want to see a scoped video of what you're seeing.
0: Okay. All right. So I want
2: the plumber to go in, scope that line, and then once they finish putting that sleeve in, I want to see it again. All right. <laughs> I want to know that it's going to be okay because there's stuff that needs to go through that that doesn't need to come back into my house.
0: Right. Right. Okay.
4: (laughs) I don't want to step on it in the morning.
2: I don't want to step on that going out the door in the morning.
0: All right. Let's go to this uh, email here real quick, and then we'll go to the break. Uh, Help. My daughter tried to tile my bathroom walls and did not clean off the grout well.
4: Uh, any suggestions?
3: <laughs>
2: well, is the grout we just, well what's under the tile or she when she was doing grout in the well, tile? Well,
4: it's, it's probably just a haze. Just probably, probably just the haze. Yeah, that, just wipe it again.
2: Yeah, get a sponge yeah. and, and wipe or, it down.
4: Or hire somebody because you probably didn't pay her. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah, she, who knows?
2: She looked at a YouTube channel and put that. She said, Mama, <laughs> right. I could. No, it's, my,
4: it's, if it's just the haze, it's not a big deal. No,
2: you can clean it off.
0: And that when, whenever you put grout on, you're going to have that haze, and you use like a sponge to get that yeah. off. There's a way to wipe it properly, yep. and there's an amount of water to use. Um, if If you don't, I can tell you it does take some patience and time. So so you might be there for me.
2: Yeah, don't be in a hurry.
0: Right. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you help yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pivas, ASCHI Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and Licensed Contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. And uh, we were talking before the break that we're going to talk to Brian now. And Tupelo's got a comment about a previous caller. What's going on, Brian?
1: Hey, um... I don't know if this is a great idea or not, but uh, the gentleman that called in earlier and had uh, his uh, sister's house or aunt's house that got had squatters and they took the appliances and the copper and all that and tore the house up. Yes, sir. Um, I, I wondered if it might not be a good idea to reach out to like uh, some of the community colleges in the area or the votex at the schools uh-huh. and see if it could be a project house for people who are learning.
4: Interesting. That's not a bad idea, especially if it's paid for, right? Um, you know, you could donate that, and you know, mm-hmm. then this is an then awesome then idea, the, actually. Yeah, then the school could could benefit from that. That's, mm-hmm. that's a that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And you get to write it off. True. So, yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. That sounds like yeah, a thanks, good bro.
0: idea, Brian. Awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. All right. So I've got this weird problem. Okay. Here's the email that came in. Bizarre problem was the title. Last night. At midnight, no less, giant popping sounds in the bedroom like gun or fireworks going off in the room. I get out of bed, and the porcelain tiles are spongy, rising up. Yes. One of them raised up the most. It seemed to break some of its grout and then just return back to its level. Yeah. The house is solid. He said the house is solid ICF concrete. Yep. There's no evidence under the house of any water leakage or damage of any kind. The house is 15 years old, built post-Katrina on FEMA advice to building concrete, and has been very solid with no other issues. So, it seems strange. Any idea of the solution?
4: What's going on? Yeah, uh, I've got a very good idea the what's best going
0: on. Dave in Waveland. So tell Dave.
4: Okay. Uh, I had a similar situation. Uh, we purchased a house in Madison, and mm. a week or so after that, I walk in the kitchen, and right at the kitchen sink, my porcelain tile is about eight, six to eight inches uh, uh, raised up over the rest of the tile. Oh wow! <laughs> I said, "What in the world's going on?" I put I put my hand down there and it's warm. Well, what had happened is we had a slab leak, a hot water slab leak, oh. and it it sat there and and popped, sound like gunshot or or fireworks. Uh-huh. Uh So, in my opinion, mm-hmm. there is a slab leak. Uh, Which is relatively easy to find. Uh Uh, There's a few things that you could do. Um, um, Go turn your water on. Make sure everything else is off. Go look at the leak detector. Uh, If it's on the hot water side, which mine was mm-hmm. uh it was a little more difficult, but um that's to me sounds like that's what's going on it's got a, it's got a water leak in the slab?
2: yeah, if it's on your supply side, another thing you can do is pull the cap off of your meter yep take to make sure everything's off. Mm-hmm. take a picture with your phone of the meter display right go back in fifteen minutes, and if it's moved, you got a leak
0: yes, yes. uh that's a it that's a great way to check by the way, for a leak mm-hmm. if if any of you didn't catch that. Take a picture of the meter. Come back after a little while, and if that little thing has moved when you've turned all the water off, then there's
2: yeah, water. But going. don't go inside and potty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and flush the now, toilet. Here, he don't here's move.
4: here's a positive side of that, mm-hmm. since it has caused um, physical damage to coverage A on your homeowner's policy. It is probably covered.
0: Well, so. how much would a uh, repair like that cost?
4: Well, typically, instead of busting concrete, we Uh would reroute in the attic.
0: Would that put it over the $1,000 deductible most people have in their homes?
4: Well, a lot of times, your insurance company, if you will allow that, they will waive your deductible Oh, because think about what the insurance – the insurance has an obligation to get the property back to pre-incident. But if, if you can reroute it, that's a lot cheaper than starting to bust concrete. And if it's fresh water and not, and not sewer, right. you should be able to reroute through the attic.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. And think about this, too. If you ever have foundation work done on your home, mm-hmm. go ahead and get your sewer line scoped afterwards. Oh, of
4: course. Absolutely.
2: People don't think about that. But concrete, when you're moving things mm-hmm. because it's broken or it's settled— uh-huh. You may disturb that sewer line. So, if that has huh? happened and you've got a sewer leak, now you've got a, I mean, you really have a pretty big problem on your hands.
0: Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ed is on the line, and Tibby has got a question about plumbing. What's going on, Ed? Ed,
1: uh, yes, yeah, this is Ed. I've got uh, uh, a comment to make. A, a, a why? I wonder why. First one, then I have a second one. Go for it. Uh, my house was built in nineteen sixty six and it's, all, uh, it's it, all of the freshwater pipes are copper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they come out of the wall; they come out of the sled and go up the wall like to the toilets and and et cetera. And uh it's all copper. But and I don't understand why when they made the ninety degree turn to come outside of the wall, like to hook into the toilet, they used these Five-inch galvanized pipes that they screw in to the elbow that, that is soldered to the uh, to the copper, and right. I find it why would why would they use galvanized when they could have just run <laughs> five inches
2: of because uh, that's all Bubba had on the truck. <laughs> right?
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't he know why they, why they would mix those two metals.
2: Yeah, and if you mix those two metals and don't put a proper sleeve in there. You just bought yourself a leak, but yeah, yeah, because I mean, those
4: those two metals are not going to get along well, mm-hmm. are they?
2: Nope, yeah. no, they're gonna. St- I can't. Electrolytic something. Yeah. Anyway, some big word that I don't know causes the metals. Right. They don't like each other, That's right. so they mean? start fighting against yeah. each other and creating all this crud. But a lot of times, when I see stuff like that on an older house, I'm like, well, they just ran out of that that day. Maybe right. there was a shortage.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> well, I kind of live live in a neighborhood where all my kin folks live, and I have to be the mechanic. On the hill, in other words. Right. <laughs> and I see this has happened with some of the other houses in the area. They use this 5-inch uh, stub pipe to come out. And the pipe actually after It's been there since 50 years. And the problem I had was uh, the pipe rusted inside. It filled up. It closed up. So I had to replace it. And I just replaced them all. I went I said, look, let replace them all. So they put new 5-inch stubs
4: in Now, Ed, I've lived in Mississippi a long time. Where is Tibby?
1: Tibby is uh, six miles south of West Point. Okay. uh, I got you. Going south of West Point. In the Golden Triangle.
4: Got you. you. Okay. Yep, that's right. All right. I'm familiar with Guntown, not familiar with Tibby.
2: I do know on those, when you repaired those, Ed, did you use copper, or did you just come in with a PEX clamp
4: on them? No. Okay.
1: I had the plumber that came out the business. He unscrewed it. He unscrewed it out of the brass ninety degree and screwed new ones in.
2: Galvanized?
0: No brass.
1: Well, no the,
2: the, 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 He went from copper the, the to a, a, okay. okay this, this is fun. The he went
1: cells were, were were galvanized. In other words, they were uh, they were not uh, uh, iron pipe. They were galvanized.
2: They were galvanized. So so yeah. it copper out of the slab with a brass elbow and then... Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I would make thread, sure they use the on right one end. Um, putty on, on that. One end of the copper
1: threads on the other end of, of the brass. The elbow, one end threaded, the other end is sweat.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then, the, and then you just went from the brass to the um, shutoff valve with a galvanized...
1: 5-inch Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: That's right. And I don't know why. And I can't find a point to tell me why
1: they do it. They
2: yeah, I would just make real sure, because I've seen this on new installs on water heaters, because that's what I can see. I can't see in the wall. But I'll see a new install on a water heater where they'll come in on an older house, and you've got galvanized coming in, and then they use a dissimilar metal. And let's say you got your water heater put in three or four years ago, and now I'm going up there and looking at it because you don't look at it. And it's fuzzy, and when metal gets fuzzy, yeah. Oh, yeah. that means the yeah. they didn't use the correct paste or I'm I'm not using the uh, right word flux, something for sweating the yeah. Well, well, not I, sweating, I know
1: but what you about. yeah. yeah. I've, I've swapped out the hot water heaters, and they kind of get a an acid looking flux on the outside after uh, so many years, and that means that some of the material is actually de- uh, deteriorated. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But I have one more. I had one more comment since y'all can't really answer my question. I never found anybody that could. But got one more question. I had in my house. I have a slab, on slab, and I had hot water leak underneath the slab. Out of something that was underneath the slab. So I got called an old plumber. I mean, he was an old man, and and I called him, and he said, he said, let me ask you something, son. He says, "Uh, do you know how to Turn the hot water heater up on full all the way. I yes, sir, I, I'm very familiar with that. So I, he said, well, I'll come out in the morning. You turn it up tonight before you go to bed, and let's turn that hot water heater all the way up. So huh. I did. Next morning he came out, and he said uh, that he started putting his hand on the floor. Uh-huh. He
2: just
1: yeah. kept, I kept feeling and kept feeling. After a while, he said, well, it's hot right here, so it's somewhere close. So he kept feeling and feeling. And he told he had another guy he had a, a electric air hammer. He said, "Put me about a, about a six inch, six inch hole right there," and he did. And he went right to the leak. Really? Right to where the pipe had busted. Mm-hmm. Wow, that that's a was, skill right there. He came in at eight o'clock and by ten o'clock he was gone. I mean, he mixed up a little concrete out here on the patio and poured it in there and slicked it off and. I couldn't believe it. That's I, I fantastic. Know you know, we have, um,
2: I, in my with my business, we have thermal imaging, uh-huh. which gives you temperature yeah. differentials. And I have found, yeah. I don't do it by feel, but I have found slab leaks that way.
0: Jeff, Jeff yeah. does it, but he does it with his feet. He takes off his socks yeah. and shoes right. when he goes in. Then you
2: run the risk of stepping in something. Right. Well... <laughs>
4: you can still step in it but at least you know, you, you, You'll you,
0: know if it's warm or not right
4: now let, <laughs> me, let me, me let me let me just read something here right quick whenever you join copper water lines to galvanized steel pipe you should be concerned about the corrosion caused by joining two dissimilar metals so yeah. um yeah, it, I know. so yeah, that I know. that's now there there's a coupler that you can use when you join those two um, not it's not really in my wheelhouse, so um, I'm going to stick with do not mix those metals.
2: Yeah, it was probably, and when you told me, Ed, that it's done in every house, I'm going to go ahead and assume it was a building technique. It was the new thing that came out in 1966, and so they were doing that. And just like anything else, when you try something, you got this new fad going. Like right now, they're they're building houses with computers. Right. They're doing yeah. 3-D printing on housing. Everybody thinks it's a great idea. Well, in 15 years, I'll let you know if it's a good idea. Right. Not. But putting galvanized with the copper might have been the fad for the day. Yeah. But given what we know today about that, I would have just put a PEX clamp on that thing and brought it out to the valve and, and screwed it in to the right. wall yeah. and been done with yeah. it. Well,
1: i tell you what. I got a cure for it.
2: it, it uh,
1: this house... 66 i had just done two years ago and i'm 83 years old so i tell you what i'm gonna outlast this next year yeah month. you're gonna be gone I mean, by time the time
2: you. that pipe clogs up that's right <laughs> so that's my <laughs> pick <for it. laughs>
4: whoa ed that was brutal Man, you're gonna be gone uh, He's <laughs> up on him, Pam.
2: Well, I'm all out. I mean, my roof is going to outlive me. So, <laughs> right, right. <Mm-mm-mm. laughs>
0: all right. Thanks a lot for the call, Ed and Tibby. I now and know where Tibby, tibby is. We tibby all know where Tibby is. In right. The
2: Golden Triangle.
0: This is Fix It One Hundred and One on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with uh, Pam Bus. Why did I get it? I don't uh, Pam Pivas? Pam certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And if you missed anything today, you can listen to my podcast on uh, on the MPB public media app. Question real quick before we go to the phone. I've got an email. I'm converting, changing my kitchen stove from electric to natural gas. Okay.
4: Dum, dum, Wait a minute. What now?
0: <laughs> I'm converting my kitchen from electric to natural oh, gas. Okay,
4: okay, perfect. What is your
0: opinion on running a gas line in the attic and using CCST or corrugated stainless steel tubing?
2: Great product.
4: Um I don't know now. Is that, that ward flex? Or counter strike?
2: Yeah, it's the yellow one.
4: Okay. The yellow. I remember the, It's yellow. not the black
2: one. It's the, the yellow the one. The yellow
4: one is fine. That that is the that's the Counter Strike. That's the improvement over the Ward Flex.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah. I, I'm not even sure you can buy Ward Flex. anymore. I don't
2: anymore. think you can. I uh, think it's all the yellow the, stuff. The
4: problem with the Ward Flex, and and we've we've done a couple fire jobs where the house has actually been struck by lightning the lightning goes straight to that ward flex and now you you have a lightning strike and a and a gas burn right so oh. yeah it's the counter strike is the one you you want to use i prefer black iron okay so,
2: Okay. Yeah, if you can do that, but you can I see it all the time mm-hmm. and then what you're going to want to do then is talk to an electrician or your plumber about bonding that line. Because what happens is that when it when a lightning strike hits, it rips a hole in that flex stuff.
3: Oh, and that's what causes okay.
2: the gas leak, but Theoretically, what the uh, manufacturer is saying is that if you bond the line, mm-hmm. if you run a ground, right. so that instead of going through the line, it goes to ground, okay. mm-hmm. um, that it supposedly will will fix that situation. But um, interesting, I'm, if I could get away with hard pipe, and, and what they did in my house is that when I had my new gas line put in, I was, I've got a, get this. It's not two inches, but like a one and a quarter. I mean, anyway, it's an enormous gas line because I've got a pool heater, I've got my furnace, I've got my gas stove. Okay. And then they ran that CSST off of it. So the main line is the black iron. But you can do – you could run that in mm-hmm. a lot of – uh plumbers will do that where they're coming off your hard pipe right. and they're running the flex gas line mm-hmm. and they'll run it over to the wall cavity and then down the wall cavity to the wherever the gas hookup is
0: okay i I'd I'd, I'd I'd bet black iron is cheaper no, no? I th- probably no. not. No, wow. I think, it, I think that's
2: one not. of the reasons the Flex is so attractive. Is oh,
0: it's not okay. as
3: expensive.
0: All right, uh, Java, you said we got an email in that you wanted.
3: Yeah, I love when we get emails ex- like during the show. We do get emails all throughout the week, but we got one just like four minutes ago. And the email is, I have a house that is 16 years old and recently one of my outdoor patio cedar posts fell. I think because it had begun rotting at the bottom. When looking for a replacement post, I learned how expensive cedar posts cost. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a reason why a lot of houses were built utilizing cedar as outdoor posts, and can I replace it with pine posts? Any tips for replacing the posts? Wow. Well, yeah. first of yeah. all,
4: if you're going to replace it and you don't want to spend the money, for the cedar or the cypress, make sure it is pressure treated. Also, the reason the existing post probably deteriorated at the bottom is because it was was not put on a standoff, stand. Stand uh, right, which yeah. which gets your uh, bottom of the post about uh, half inch, one inch off the ground, so we can have some air movement there because right.
2: what it'll do if it's sitting on the ground it'll literally soak the water up from the middle and ground you don't or, know or and what right.
4: Pam's saying ground or you know patio yeah uh, concrete. concrete yeah so, right. yeah if it's on concrete
2: yeah. so you always want that little metal thing at the and at then, the base. That,
0: that wood is resistant to water it's resistant to bugs it's resistant to a lot of things but it's it, it still wood.
4: And yeah, it's, it's yeah. but they should last not, do, a lot longer. Oh yeah, do do not use pine. No, yeah, no way. I would right. not no
2: recommend that. I'd just go back with what was there. Or you could do. I mean,
0: a wrapped steel post. Yeah, you yeah. could do
2: a wrapped steel post, but that the cedar would be cheaper. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: much. Okay, yeah. sure. All right, uh, let's go to the phone. Becky's on the line in Meridian. What's going on, Becky?
1: Hi. Uh, if we have a probably 50 year old house that's on a concrete slab and then we have a concrete uh patio area that's directly attached to the house that we want to enclose that patio area if that if the concrete on that patio area sweats at times uh then if we enclose it and you know put it in a a heated and air conditioned environment does that mean it won't sweat or is that a do we have to do you know does that mean it doesn't have some kind of water barrier that we need to yeah some sort of mitigation
0: issue
2: yeah yeah. they they may not let me tell you let me give you some suggestions here and i know jeff's going to jump in too When you start enclosing patios and you're going to put a supply air out there, if you don't have access to return air, then you are going to cause that patio to sweat. The the concrete out there, you have to have (coughs) air movement and some type of return air in that area. So depending on where your return air is in your house, if it's like on the other side of the house and then you enclose that and you start pumping cool air in there, that patio, yeah, you're going to be sliding all over the place.
4: Well, another issue I'm, I have with it too is the there's probably not a footing under that patio. Nope. So it's four inches of concrete. You cannot put a roof on it. Um, so you've got that to consider, oh. which which is is easy. You can go to the perimeter of that patio, dig a footing, set your weight on that footing, uh, and then your patio is probably four inches lower than your um, than your finished floor in your house. So at that point, you're going to need to pour a cap. Um, there's a few things to consider before we just start putting a roof and enclosing a, a patio.
2: You know, let me ask you a question about that, Jeff. So they could literally go to the exterior of that mm-hmm. patio mm-hmm. and put a footing underneath there. So when you put your post down, that's right. For your roof, it is now it's on a footing.
4: Now, now you're transferring that okay. weight down to the footing, opposed to a four-inch piece of of concrete.
2: Right. Then you can run your roof line back into your roof. That's right. And tie in that okay. way. Okay. Well, it's 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 covered. Oh, already. it's oh, already awesome. covered. It's already covered. Yeah, nice. Yep. The 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 regular roof line of the house. Wow. Extends the full it, width. It shouldn't and be sweating. It shouldn't
4: well, be sweating. Well, if it's
2: outside,
4: I guess it right. could be. Yeah,
2: yeah. If it's outside, it's probably doing that. I would just make sure you've got good air movement in there. You huh. could put in ceiling fans. You could have return air.
0: How many sides are open right now?
2: Uh, three.
0: It's okay. still sweating. Huh. Huh.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah, mine does that on my house. It was built in 58, my patio outside. Um, I tell you what I did, and if you've got it, does it drop down like Jeff said? Is it dropping from the back door down? No, I don't think, I think it's level. Oh, okay. That's too bad. Mine steps, (laughs) because mine steps down, and what I did is I built a deck over it. Oh, wow. So, and I did it so everything would be the same height. So I I had I did a built up floor. That's a neat there. idea. And so anyway, but you still don't want it, you know. Anything. And listen, you know what we do really, really, really good here in Mississippi. We sweat.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With a with a with a conditioned air and a return, you'll probably be in good it'll shape.
2: It'll dry. It'll help dry it out. Yeah. 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 So okay. you just keep that in mind whenever you start doing all that. Okay.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much, Becky. We appreciate it. Wow. Okay, that was awesome. Uh, you know, if you if you want to hear the show, you can always listen to it back by podcast, MPB Public Media app, or you can go to any podcast app and you can hear so fix it 101 is a production of mississippi public broadcasting think radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you our show is produced by mr java chapman our call screener today was charles arnold for pam pibus jeff sammons i'm jason klein up next is everyday tech with jay white followed by southern remedy with jimmy stewart at 11 make sure to join us next wednesday at 9 for more fix it 101